Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Talk Recorded live. Hello? Hello? Hey, Jody, it's Kevin Davis from NewReleaseToday.com. How are you? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Good. Um, are you West Coast today? I am Phoenix, so mountain time, but almost okay. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for speaking with me so early. I actually uh, am um, out doing some family activities this afternoon, so this was my best time. And um, I uh, have been very blessed by your new album, and uh, both Marcus and Kevin, my uh, co-laborers in Christ for the website uh, said they really enjoyed their uh, hangout with you online. Um, and uh, just to tell you what I do for the website, I'm the lead uh, reviewer and also write weekly behind-the-song devotional articles. Um, and I've been oh, okay. that since 2008, and I'm approaching my 700s in the series. Um, and uh, what I do is every wow. week speak with two artists uh, and get um, their personal story or connection to the lyrics of their song, and then also the biblical sort of connection and application, and then maybe also the takeaway message or, um, again, life application uh, of their song. And, um, yeah, so I know you have a personal story about Keep Breathing. I I think we can work that into this discussion, but wanted to, um, because it's um, so stirring and the video really moved me as well, and I really love the... uh, the way the the lyrics shift in This is the Sun, wanted to kind of get your um, connection and, and uh, story behind that song to you personally and how you'd like people to apply it. Yeah, that's awesome. Perfect. Well, where do you want to start? <laughs> well, yeah, why don't you tell me a little bit about um, kind of the recording process and, uh, you know, maybe how it, how that song came to be part of your record and what the message is to you personally for This is the Sun. Well, we were actually finished with the recording process for the most part. I mean, we had 12 songs set up and um, were ready ready to track and, and, and actually had finished tracking all of them. And we were in the studio doing vocals, and uh, Wayne Hahn, who's my producer, uh, he said, look, I, I was just at this writer's retreat, and they're working on this song called This is a Sun. He goes, I'm telling you, when you hear it, you're you're going to love it. Um, and Wayne is known, Wayne and I talked about uh, how my family, my wife and I have volunteered at a homeless ministry in Nashville called The Bridge. Mm. And uh, he said, look, it's going to, it really pertains a lot to, I think, what you guys, <clears throat> how you guys spend your time with the homeless ministry. And I said, okay, well, I can't wait to hear it, but we've already got these songs set up and I'm sure it'll be fine. You know, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking it's just going to be okay. And, you know, I probably won't love it as much as he does and all, I don't know, all of that. And so I think it was maybe a week later and we were in the studio again and he said, I have this, this sound, I want you to hear it. And I said, okay. And so, you know, by the, by the end of the first chorus, I was in tears, you know, because I, I did, I thought immediately about the faces of those men and women that I see down there at the bridge every Tuesday 
when we go down there. And we just, we don't really do much. I mean, they have a church service, and sometimes I'll sing worship at the church service, or we'll pass out food, um, clothing. It's an amazing ministry that, that does so much, and it's all nonprofit. Everybody, businesses donate everything. But every Tuesday night, they go down there, and they get a hot meal. They get a box full of food. Um, we gave out coats this Christmas, or this this winter, um, bunch of different things. It's really an amazing thing, but but in my mind, all I could think of was their faces, the faces of the kids that we play with because we take my daughter. She plays with the kids. and So, yeah, that song um, ended up being put on the record, and we dropped one of the other ones off <laughs> hmm. and said, let's make room for it because it, it just it became so personal for me about that. But then it also... It, it also sort of, not sort of, it, it speaks to every man and how I think all of us at one point or another have felt like outcast or worthless, maybe because of choices we've made or, or decisions we've made in our life that people didn't agree with or people that we've hurt or whatever. We've all felt that way at some point and people have shunned us or people have turned their back on us. And, you know, it's a constant reminder that regardless of what the world thinks of us, in God's eyes, you know, we are his brother, we are his son, we are his child, and he loves us. And, um, you know, I don't know. That's awesome. It's, yeah, it's a great song. It is. And as I mentioned, one of my favorite things is how it shifts lyrically, you know, to to our Savior, to what Mary, might, you know, might have been thinking, or actually we know biblically was thinking. Um, yeah. And we know, you know, this this was the theme emotional connection she had. And, and, you know, it's interesting because compassion, right? Um, yes. Caring for the least of these, um, uh, knowing that we serve in an upside-down kingdom that, that defies uh, conventional wisdom, um, I think is a lot of what this song reminds me of. And I wondered if those were some of the Bible passages you might think would be good to tie in with this song, you know, a little bit about kind of what Jesus says about you know, caring for the least of these and um, that the last will be first and the first will be last and that type of thing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I definitely think about what sort of you've done to the least of these you've done also unto me. I mean, I think, yeah. you know, he, nobody made themselves less more than Christ did. I mean, he came and he sacrificed all of himself. You know, he stepped down out of perfection, out of heaven, and came to such an imperfect world. He was never imperfect, but he stepped into an imperfect world, and he gave all of himself for the lesser, which were us. You know, we were the lesser, and he, you know, he was the first example of that. And so, of course, you know, the way the song turns and how it takes it to where Mary is looking up at the cross, and she begins to, I could almost hear her saying, but this, he's my son, you know, and I'm sure she understood deep down why he had to do what he did. You know, she knew who he was. She was visited by that angel when she was, a, you know, just a young teenage girl. And the angel said, you're going to carry the Messiah. You're going to carry God. Um, so she knew deep down, but, but still, she was still his mother. She still carried him. She still gave birth to him. So she had to be thinking, this is my son, and, you know, he's your brother. He loves you. Why are you tormenting him like this? And, you know, um, but it was the price that he had to pay him. He knew he had to go through it. If if we were going to mean anything at all, and because of it now, we mean everything. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome, and and that's I think 
um, part of what has always stirred me about um, the ability to put those kinds of very stirring, moving biblical concepts into a song, because you know mm-hmm. people will, will remember songs longer than sermons. Um, for, That's true. You know, I will. For, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> same here. Uh, and and personally, I think it's a it's a beautiful way in in art to try to capture the emotion um, mm-hmm. that is part of of being a believer, because uh, it's not just head knowledge. You know, there's the there is a heart connection we have with our Savior, and He has that same with us. And this, I feel like this song just does a beautiful job of, of capturing both sides of that. And then I think the other thing is, it challenges me, um, and I'd like it to challenge others as they read this. And I'm planning to write this uh, right before Easter, by the way. So that's I'm excited okay. about that. Um, awesome. Post about it, uh, kind of leading into um, Holy Week, actually in Holy Week. Um, mm-hmm is for the, for people to take time and reflect on, you know, the least of these. Reflect on their standing before the Lord uh, and and that their guilt and shame, as referenced in the song, uh, has in fact been washed by the blood of Jesus. Uh, and, you know, think about that freedom that they now live in, that freedom that gives them the ability to serve others. And, I feel like that's obviously one of the messages, uh, obviously of this track, but maybe even some other tracks. And closing, kind of, how would you like people to apply the message of this album uh, in their walks with the Lord? You know, and this is where, if you want to give me a little bit of your story of involving Keep Breathing, that would be cool. Sure. Um, gosh, you know, I've I'm 45 years old, and I've made a lot of music um, in those 45 years. I've been very blessed and I don't say that lightly, to do what I love to do and what I feel called to do. Um, It's just, this record for me, in picking these songs, every song had an emotional connection and every song was specifically put on this record with a purpose. And that hasn't always been the case in the, you know, especially in the 20-some-odd years that I've actually been recording. And so, for me, I, I, I want people to hear this record and to maybe find that extra glimpse of hope that they've been missing. I'm not expecting, you know, the floodgates to open and there'd be this, some huge epiphany of, oh my gosh, I can keep breathing. You know, I'm hoping that that's the case, but, you know, I don't want to, I'm not ignorant to the fact that it's just a record, it's just music, and some people may just listen to it passing and it not happen. But I also know that there are some people who are desperate. They're reaching the point where I was, you know, several years ago, um, where I was, I was sick, I was miserable, I was depressed to the point of where I was being diagnosed with clinical depression and um, and really at my end, physically, emotionally, and even spiritually, I, I just, I would look up at heaven and I felt like the heavens were silent. And um, I put a specific song on this record called Keep Breathing, which is the title cut, and it, it's, a, it's an upbeat song. It really doesn't, it doesn't communicate, you know, feeling-wise what, what I'm trying to say, but I didn't want it to be a depressing song. I wanted it to be an up-tempo, a happy song because the moments, the moments of that um, feeling, <laughs> the moments when I was feeling depressed and I was, um, they they were. I'm trying to figure out how to put this into words. I'm glad you're not recording this. Uh, well, I mean, you're recording it, but uh, right, right, to type it up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I. 
I had a moment where um, this was in 2013, where I was in the deepest, probably the darkest place of my depression, and uh, I hadn't gone to seek help yet because in my mind I just thought, okay, this is a faith issue, this isn't a physical issue, and I just need to suck it up. And it got to the point where <clears throat> my family and I, we were down at the beach for a vacation, and I woke up in the middle of the night and couldn't go back to sleep and just wrestling with so many things in my heart and my mind. I got up and I walked down to the edge of the ocean and I stood at the water and I stared out at the water and I looked out. It was a, I remember it was a clear night. I could see all the stars. There was no moon. But the ocean was like this calm. There was barely any waves, which it's, it was the Gulf of Mexico, so that's unusual for the Gulf. And I looked out and I just thought, if I keep walking, you know, my problems will be over. I'll just keep walking in until it covers me and then I'll stay under and, you know, my family will be taken care of because I have a great life insurance policy. All of our problems will be done and, you know, I, I just, that's where I was. It was very dark and um, I believe that the Holy Spirit walked me back up to the house. I don't remember how I got back to the house. I don't remember the process in which I talked myself out of it and I went back, but I did and I woke up the next morning knowing that I had to get help and um, I went to a counselor, and the counselor, who happened to be a Christian, but he was a clinical psychologist, he said, you know, you're, after I told him that story, he said, your only responsibility right now is to keep reading. He goes, I don't care about your job. I don't care about, you know, all, of the, all the things that do. You have to promise me that you'll keep breathing, because if you stop breathing, then all of this is a moot point. You have to keep breathing, and you have to put one foot in front of the other every day. And so for several months, that's all I had. You know, I, I got diagnosed with clinical depression. He put me on medication, which I'm very grateful for. And the stigma that's attached to depression within the Christian community needs to stop because mm. it is a, it's a physical ailment, just like having heart diseases or just like having cancer is. It's, it was a physical malfunction. I, my brain could not process what the, you know, it just wasn't working. And so there were, there were probably two months there where I literally would wake up in the morning and I would think, okay, take each breath one at a time, one step at a time. And then I would, you know, I'd get out of bed and I'd step into the kitchen. I'd see my daughter. I'm like, okay, there's my daughter. I've got my daughter. I can be thankful for that. And then I would see my wife. There's my wife. I can be thankful for that. And, you know, and it, it was just that kind of progression and that really fundamental um, that got me back to where I am. And, and so that's why I thought, okay, this record needs to be keep breathing because there are millions of people who are in that exact same position and they don't know what to do and, and they're, they're desperate for help. And it starts with the basic fundamental thing of, okay, just keep breathing every day. Don't give up. There is a plan in place. Seek the help that you need. Find a way out, but don't give up because God is in control and he does have a plan. So that's why I keep breathing. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Because um, I did catch that um, in an album with, you know, a number of ballads, which I think is something, as a longtime um, listener of yours, I mean, I I was saved in um, 99. And uh, I credit the biblical messages of Christian music for leading me to Christ, starting with the debut Jars of Clay record in 95. Mm-hmm. So I was not a believer. I was a secular DJ and um, heard Flood on MTV. 
uh, saw it on MTV and heard it on mainstream radio and, and bought the record and started hearing, you know, the gospel. And, oh. and it really, it really uh, connected with my heart. So naturally, I was uh, an Avalon listener as well. So I know everything you ever did with Avalon and have it all and probably could sing every word of it along with you. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. And, and I interviewed Jana um, uh, for one of these a few years ago. I don't know if you knew that. Um, about guys, your song Arise. Uh, from that record, the uh, 09 record, which yeah, had already I was left the already band. Gone. I was okay, already there gone. You go. I left yeah, in 07. So. Okay, and I started this in 08, so there you have it. That's probably why we haven't talked till now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and that was that was cool because it was almost sort of um, celebrating that I had been saved at that point 10 years and how, how the ministry you were part of with them, uh, again, gave me that, um, combination of of celebratory and also reflective moments with the Lord um, yeah. with music and uh, yeah so this is a great return in that regard and uh, I'm excited to not so much make that parallel that's probably not what you'll see from me um, these are more Bible studies and your stories which you've been sharing you know put together in about a 1500 word article so if you're want to see the final format you can go on our homepage and um, I've got ones on there this week from uh, Plum uh, and also um, Passion, uh, and oh, yeah. uh, and uh, every week I'm doing, as I said, two of these, and yours will be up um, on Holy Week, so I will make sure I send it back. Obviously, um, uh, you know, if you guys want to reshare it, that would be lovely. Uh, no, and, of course. And uh, we're uh, yeah, we're getting the word out. You guys are you're one of our artists of the month. So we're excited to to help uh, point people to the ministry of your record and continue to provide um, that kind of a partnership. And, uh, yeah, thanks for this great new music. I'm excited for people to get the chance to experience it, uh, which is... Well, I'm grateful to you guys. I mean, you guys have been very supportive and very kind. And I'm sorry that it took us, you know, three attempts to try to have this interview. I, 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 I was embarrassed the other day, and I'm so sorry oh, that I didn't. No, don't be. Uh, I'm used to it. I mean, it takes me several times sometimes to have some some of these discussions. So three is pretty good, actually. Uh, <laughs> and I hope I didn't talk your ear off. But no, you, you no, go no, enjoy no. your day with your family. I know you're spending your day with your family, and so you do that. But I, I do appreciate your time so much, and thank you for all your kind words about the record. And um, yeah, it, it it just it encourages me. I appreciate it more than you know. Oh well, you're welcome. Well, thank you, Jody, and. Uh, until the next time, um, all the best and God bless. You too, buddy. Have a great weekend. All right. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.